Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcast Heat is teaming up with the 14-time women's world champion, Charlotte Flair, to help raise money for Smile Train, and you have the chance to participate and win a personalized autograph photo. And how about this? A 15-minute private video chat with the queen herself by being the highest donor. Now, with your donation, Smile Train can provide life-saving surgeries and other essential care to children in need 100% free. A donation of just $21 probably less than your weekly Starbucks spend, can provide one cleft repair surgery. Without treatment, children with clefts may struggle to breathe properly, often severely malnourished due to trouble eating, and many face long-term psychological trauma as a result of relentless bullying. No child deserves to feel like an outcast. So join Smile Train Global Ambassador Charlotte Flair in becoming a champion of smiles. Your donation will provide the gift of cleft treatment, Donate today at championofsmiles.com. And remember, the highest donor will receive a personalized autograph photo and a 15-minute private video chat with Charlotte. Together, we can change the world one smile at a time. That's championofsmiles.com. symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Hello and welcome to Arn. This is Paul Bromwell and today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spine Buster. As I like to say, he's the 1A attack team wrestlers, our television champion. He's the enforcer. He's double A. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you this week? I love that shirt, my man. Ditto, like yours too, buddy. Everything's uh, good. Yeah, it's good to see you, my friend. Always a pleasure. And uh, there's a lot going on. We're having a lot of fun. We are sitting in the middle of October as this show drops on the main feed, October 14th. Buddy, this year is flying by. I know I feel like a lot of people say that, but before you know it, we're going to be heading into November and the end of the year. And it's what is happening? Things are moving way too fast. Oh, somebody must be having a good time, I guess. I guess. I guess. That's what we'll say. I know I'm having a good time with you covering your career. This has been a blast. Well, in the, in the real world here, you know, it's like, I know you're a huge football fan, so am I. And when you have that much, and now they got two games, or I don't know if it's going to last, but two games on Thursday night, you know what I mean, pro football, they got 
college games on Friday night. I can't get enough. I don't know about you. <laughs> I know. I can't either. I love it. I love all, I love football season. I love the fall weather. I love everything about this time of year, Harn. Yeah, there's no no negatives about it. And, you know, it's been a rough year and a lot of fronts and the world is we're battling a lot of stuff out there. It's nice to just take a couple hours and just step away from all the negative stuff and just go back and remember a much gentler, kinder, more exciting time to be alive in the wrestling business. Well said, well said. And we're going to do that again today. Uh, talk about a few things before we get going here. We're talking all things August 93, but as we do typically on the show, a few reminders as we get started. Arn, the book's coming, the comic book. I know last week you said you talked to Dirk, and uh, you know they're, they're waiting on the good ship lollipop uh, to bring that thing over. So I'm telling you, as you hear my voice, it's coming sooner than later, and we can't wait to see that. I know uh, you can't wait either. Can't wait to start signing those bad boys at some of these uh, meetings. Yeah, and I'm interested to see, you know, what I said and relive the stories because there's some pretty cutting edge stories throughout my life. And uh, I look forward to seeing them in print. There you go. We can't. And by the way, the other thing I wanted to mention, too, is uh, we're talking about the fall season. One of my favorite holidays is fast approaching, and that's Thanksgiving. Arn, you've already been uh, advertised. WrestleCade 2023, Winston-Salem, Thanksgiving weekend. After you're done eating your turkey, your dressing, mashed potatoes and gravy, come see Arn Anderson in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. You're going to be down there that weekend, aren't you? That has become a destination. Last year was just crazy, and it has built every year. That has become a hell of an event. It's a three-day event. You know, I would suggest to anybody that's a casual fan right up to your hardcore fans, man, come and do the three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, because there's something different every day. The amount of talent that are there, I mean, you've got young talent that are coming along right now and, you know, making their mark to yesteryear, to the old-timers, to, I mean, you name it. And they're all going to be there, and they got stuff planned, and it's uh, it's going to be a great three day weekend. And uh, Brock and I had a blast last year. We're going to have a blast this year. Can't wait. It's a special event for me personally, Arn. It's the event that I first met you, and I shook your hand, and I'll never forget it. Several years ago, and uh, he's right. It is one of the greatest wrestling events, cons, whatever you want to call it, out there going today. Tracy Myers does a fantastic job. They have live wrestling at the event. It's three days. You get meet and greets and photographs and and all kinds of things, autographs, and and it is right in the middle of Horseman Country, right in your backyard are in winston-salem north carolina so it's nice and convenient for you and brock too right after the the thanksgiving season well and um you know don't don't go ahead and just confirm but i'm pretty sure brock's going to have a match on saturday night which means i'm going to be out there with him okay and that makes it a bona fide horseman country event there you go. Well, listen, tickets for this event sell out fast, but they're still available. So check it out. The event also works with the local hotels 
to accommodate out-of-town guests. So please don't miss this chance to meet the enforcer. And we'll continue to keep you abreast and up-to-date as we find out where you can see Brock, where you can see Arn, and make sure you can take advantage of this. Uh, Arn, as you know, we've also been talking about what's going on over at Ad-Free Shows. We've been big fans and part of Ad-Free Shows for quite a while now. And there is a series over there called The Book with your old friend, David Crockett. And uh, he joins us each month to go day by day, gate by gate, Arn, through Jim Crockett Promotions with the help of Jim Crockett's original booking logs. He saved them all. And he literally goes through the logs, talks about the gate, who was booked for the card. And right now, he recently covered August through September of 1985 and an infamous tour of Hawaii. And I have a clip that we're going to play of what you can expect to see on this show. Here we go. Allegedly, Bruiser Brody's at that show, and he's shouting at Lars to punch your brother. <laughs> and and yeah, he, I can see that. He doesn't. But allegedly... Crockett tells his crew, all of his wrestlers that he brought, hey, pack up as soon as the matches are over and we're getting out of here. Bad day at the office. Yeah. Yeah, bad day at the office. That there was resentment that we were there. Mm. Uh, we don't like you. We don't want you as far as talent. You know, we wouldn't have gone unless we were invited. Dude, how cool is that? He's sitting there with the book. Well, it's called the book. Open right there. It looks like, you know, and he's got his glasses on, uh, David Crockett, and he's literally going through the handwritten pages of everything that was written down for Crockett Promotions and telling stories. Well, one thing's for sure. They would not have went, we wouldn't have went there as a company if they hadn't had a financial agreement. Those guys got paid. What What would have happened in those days is they would have paid them like a, a booking fee of some sort, whatever the name of it would have been, but it had been a payoff to come into their town. In those days, you did not go into another uh, company's towns. Territory, town, whatever, Terri right. Yes. Yes, so I'm sure that uh, the show would have never happened had it not so... Yeah, been worked out. But guys, listen, if you're a fan of the Arn Show, there's no question you're going to be a fan of listening to David Crockett walk through that precious uh, book, if you want to say, of what it was like to uh, to relive those days for Jim Crockett promotion. So you can check it out, plus thousands of other content. I, I get to host a show. You and I have talked about this Arn with the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, and every time we're done wrapping up, he'd be like, what does your week look like? Oh, I'm going to be recording with Arn. Tell Arn I said hi. He always wants to make sure that I say hi to you, Arn. And just a gracious, gracious man Kevin Sullivan is at this point, living out on the West Coast. He has a show now on the platform and so many others. So check it out, adfreeshows.com. Uh, so, hey, you ready to do this? Let's talk about a little uh, August 1993. Last week, we discussed July 1993. We talked a lot about your issues with the Hollywood Blondes over the tag team titles, you and Paul Roma, uh, that classic 26-minute match with uh, Pillman and, and Austin at Beach Blast 1993. But here we are. We're at our first clip of the week. Uh, we have a 90-second promo that features Ric Flair, Paul Roma, and you plugging the upcoming Clash of the Champions. This is uh, from August 7th, 1993, on a Saturday night taping line. We're going to check it out, help set the stage of what we can uh, anticipate in this coming month of August. Let's check it out. The man, 
who is the NWA champion for the 10th time, who have a very special flair for the gold, and these two men who will be going after the world tag team title champ. Well, it goes like this. I know for a fact, and I bet my money on double A Pretty Paul. As for me, I'll have a special guest on the greatest flair for the gold of all time, the Clash Live with a special guest. All right, and what about it against the Hollywood Blondes World Tag Title, gentlemen? Let me tell you something, Blondes. We're coming with one purpose in mind and one purpose only, and that's to take the championship belts. The time has come to quit talking a big fight. The time for insults is over. Now you gotta understand, Paul Roma and myself, from bell to bell, are gonna take care of what has been overdue. The belts, it's time to come home to the horsemen. I don't guarantee anything in this sport, but this time I'm guaranteeing it. The only way we're not gonna be champions is if you kill us dead. Woo! We'll see you from the Disney MGM Studios in Orlando. As if you kill us dead, Arn with the go home line, man. I'm talking about intensity. That was short. It was brief, but man, you couldn't have been clear. We're coming for the belts, and uh, I-, I love the seriousness in which you deliver that. It really just accentuates uh, the issue. H- how did you like that, Arn? As you watched that back, the effectiveness of that promo. We, ha- I had no idea what Rick was going to say. I had no idea what Paul was going to say. I knew I was going to have just a very short time and you don't whine and you don't cry and you don't run over and you don't take somebody else's time what did i have 15 seconds yeah 15 seconds the the whole all three of you had about a minute 15 to get all that in so you just use it to the best impact you can possibly do and that's what came out of my mouth and it was just redneck enough to work (laughs) redneck enough to work it was fantastic Kill somebody dead, it's pretty redneck. Oh, man, but it's pretty powerful, and it's pretty impactful. Here's my thing, though, and and I and listen, you're so respectful of the time and what's given, but you guys are one of the top acts in the company. What's the harm in giving you a little bit more than, what did I say, a, a minute and 15 seconds? Well, if they would have gave it to us up front, then it would have belonged to us. I just... It's a business, and we're businessmen. And if they tell you you got 90 seconds, you got 90 seconds, and you don't come up with your own version of what you've been told. You just fit it in. You just do it. You're you're such a pro. Part of being a businessman, Paul, it's just like any other business. You you adhere to the rules of that business. Well, let's continue on with the business that's going on right now. And along with you and Roma going after those tag titles, Flair, he finds himself challenging Rick Rude. Now, Rude's been sidelined with a neck injury, and he returned to the company at Slamboree 1993. And as many of our fans probably remember, the issue started over the title, and it became personal when Rude puts his hands on Fifi. Flair's valet, and yes, that's his longtime real-life partner, Wendy Barlow. And, and Rick has a has a track record. He, he's a top heel in the business. He's worked in top spots, Arn, with Jake Roberts, Ultimate Warrior, Sting. But, man, he's presented differently than Sid and Vader. In your opinion, why is Rick Rude so effective in his presentation? Hmm. <sighs> I guess just because he had the, such a firm grasp on the character. And I think he was respected 
by the boys as being, you know, a no-nonsense, tough son bitch. And when you're respected within that inner circle, it's going to permeate out to the to the fans. If the guys, I mean, ask any wrestling fan today who's the toughest guy in the business, they're going to go Haku. Or some may say Lesnar, but they'll be right on both counts, you know, who knows. Rude just had a firm grasp on his pacing of his work, his look, strong as hell in the gym. It wasn't just beach muscles that the guy had. I've seen him very strong in the gym, and he was a tough son of a bitch. Arm, we're going to pause and talk about our favorite sponsor once again this week. That's right, it's Blue Chew time, and they're here to make sure you're delivering that spine buster, putting that spine to the pine every single time the right way, and making sure you're prepared to do so. And they have a special offer for the listeners of the Arn Show. Isn't that right, Arn? Arn? Well... Guys, Arn's not around right now. I think he's taking care of business, if you know what I mean. And I want to make sure you have the opportunity to take care of business, too. Guys, Blue Chew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office. We talk about it every single week. No weird conversations. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And remember the biggest perk and benefit of this. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. So listen, go to bluechew.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers they're just going to ask you a few questions make sure you're good your health's in order and you can take it and once they verify that it's going to be at your door within days all done online very easy and if you don't like swallowing pills no big deal the tablets are chewable very easy to consume so give it a try guys listen we hear a lot of folks that listen to our show that have reached out to us uh, directly through our show DMs and said, guys, you are spot on with what you've been talking about with Blue Chew. We have a lot of fun with it on the show, but I'm telling you, it takes away the worries, the anxiety, the stress, and helps you perform the way you want to perform, like a Hall of Famer like Arn Anderson. So there you go. Check it out. BlueChew.com can make sure you're able to perform at your very best every time. You get the opportunity to have fun. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN. That's right. Just those three letters. A-R-N. Check out. You just pay $5 shipping. That's it. BlueChew.com. Promo code ARN to receive your first month free. Once again, go to BlueChew.com for more details and safety info. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. If you're coaching a younger wrestler, what would you say if they're if they're you know watching Rick Rude matches? What would you say? Hey, this is what you need to pay attention to when you're watching a guy like Rick Rude. Pacing. He slow. He kept it slowed down to where everything. I mean, I'm sure you can picture it in your head. How much did he get out of having a guy hit him with a reverse ass bump? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Drop a guy down Drop, on your yeah. knee, right on his uh, private areas. 
Yeah. He would get the reverse mini- atomic drop. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that was the uh, proper terminology, but he would sell it for a minute. But it was so good to watch how he sold that move. It was entertaining too. And it, you know, his whole thing from the, you know, the sexuality that, you know, the, the women loved him. It was the guys that were pissed at him. And he could also turn it on. I keep, I always think about how he painted uh, Jake the Snake's wife's picture on his tights back in the WWF day and how hot that was uh, with what was going on with their angle there. And now he's bringing Fifi into this program. Do you like that as far as just his antics and what he was able to do with that? Um, do you I think it's, it helps draw more money? I don't for know. Group? I don't know. I don't think it, it drew any more money just because if you really looked at the way Rick looked at the women who he brought out, you know, it wasn't, he had no feelings for them. It was just <laughs> like we saw a week ago. He just grabbed some random. <laughs> yeah. They were his, they were his playthings. Right. So somebody messing with one of his playthings, if you presented it, was it's like if you key up one of Rick's cars. That's a good point. He supposedly has many, so who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was effective. I don't know. You could go back and look, but I don't, I don't think it was that effective. It was just an insult directed at Rick. The face that it belonged to being Fifi's, I think, was irrelevant. Now, Rude and Flair have both gone on record on to say that uh, they didn't have their best matches together. Anything that you can think of, something specific about their work, maybe their characters, personalities that kept them from it's a heels match. It was a heel match. There you go. It's just that simple. When you've got two guys that everybody hates. Natural you know, heels. People are going to look at them and go, hey, go ahead and kill each other. Great. We don't give a shit. Have at it. Yeah, it's Rick Rude, not Ricky Steamboat. Exactly. Yeah. And in those days when you were clearly defined heels, they really would just sit there and watch you beat the piss out of each other because they weren't pulling for either guy. The, uh, we have a question from Dylan. He wants to know if you think that Rick Rude is the greatest talent to never win the big title. But before you answer, Rude will go on to win the version of the NWA world title. But to Dylan's point, Rude was never the undisputed champion because the NWA and WCW titles wouldn't be unified until after his career ended uh, by injury in 1994. So uh, I think what he's trying to say is he never carried the banner for a company as the world title. Do you think he's going to be one of the ones that's like, man, he could, he could have easily done that. I think with the proper engine behind him, he could have pulled that off. I don't know if I'm qualified to make, the assertion of was he the greatest to have never been that guy? I don't think I'm qualified to make that assertion, but especially when you start to think about all the guys that were around in the Hogan and Flair days that were great talents, there was a lot that never got to carry that world title. Well, Kurt Henning, Ted DiBiase, Jake the Snake. I mean, just top of my head, those three. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper, never the champion. But no one would, when you think back, if you asked a, a, a wrestling fan who's not just a diehard, but is a wrestling fan, you know, uh, what did you think about Roddy Piper? They don't go to, well, he was never champion first. They just right. go, Jesus, that guy was great. Heat magnet. 
could get incredible heat. You know, what a talker. They go to all these attributes. They don't go to the fact that he was never champion. And if you listed the guys that weren't champion, people I think would be shocked. I think so too. I think you're absolutely right. And I, and that's great perspective too. We don't immediately think, well, he never won the world title. No, we think all time great hall of famer. You think about the stuff that, that entertains you about the great angles about them. Yeah. 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 Well, moving on from flair and rude, you and Roma return to entering action against two of your favorites, Dick Slater and Bobby Eaton. All right, so this is going to be fun, and it's the August 14th episode, WCW Saturday night. We're going to watch you and Paul Roma take on uh, Dick Slater and Bobby Eaton. Let's check it out. ...by the World Tag Team Champions, Flying Brian and Stunning Steve, watching on in preparation for this Wednesday against the Horsemen, Flying Brian. Well, first and foremost, Tony, we came out here to help old Jess out. I mean, my goodness, Jess, it's got to be like going from the out... The penthouse to the outhouse, and you hang out with Stallone and Schwarzenegger all week, and then you're going to come here and do color with Shivani. It's not that bad. It really isn't that bad. But I'll tell you what, coming up on the Clash of Champions, you guys are going to step in that ring with Roman Anderson. I guess we call him two-thirds of the three horsemen. And uh, as I was saying earlier, if they don't get the job done this time, I don't think they'll see another title shot for at least a year. All right, that, that, that's a good statement there, Jess. I just wonder how many shots the committee's going to give these guys. I mean, how many times do we have to prove our dominance over the horsemen? And you look out there, and don't think we're not scouting weaknesses right now. Carl Roma, a, a great athlete. Arn Anderson, one of the most dangerous men in professional wrestling. Whether he's got the attitude he's got now or what, you know, I don't, I don't know what to think about uh Arn Anderson, but I just know that if they don't get the job done this time, just like Jesse said, it'll have to be at least one year before they would even think about getting another shot. And they are a great team, too. Not only great athletes, but a great team climber. Well, I think the body made the key point. Two out of the three remaining horsemen. You see, the Nature Boy is no longer meddling in the blondes. Road to greatness, and I think it's going to be a nice little achievement for the blondes to be the team that put the four horsemen on well, the bench. You know what's kind of funny about it, Tony? If they don't get the job done on Wednesday, by the time Iron Anderson gets another shot, he'll be ready for the senior golf circuit. Now, wait a second. <laughs> Over the top. Great. Tremendous drop kick. That's bullshit. By Paul Roma. Roma with a head of steam. How about Jesse taking those shots at you? Damn, Governor. What the <laughs> hell? Our two teams are very similar in many situations, Jeff. There's Slater with a big elbow. They got the high flyer. They got the power man. And certainly they are going to be prepared this Wednesday coming up against you two gentlemen. Well, Dick Slater right now, the tried and true veteran that he is, is showing us Paul Roma's weaknesses. And we already know a lot of his weaknesses. What we're going to prove this time is that Paul Roma is built for show and the Hollywood Blondes are built for go. Paul Roma's going to learn a serious lesson when he steps into the ring with us because me and Brian have really put a plan together, and I don't see any way that the Blondes can fail. I'm just probably putting him out of wrestling for good, Giovanni. You know, Stunner, oh, talking about Roma, he looks like Tarzan and wrestles like Jane. Now, <laughs> all right, as the Blondes and Jesse are yucking it up here, Arn gets the tag, and finally the enforcer is in after Paul Roma took quite a beating there. And Arn Anderson's got his hands full with both Bobby and 
Nick Slater, but he goes to the midsection again and right to the side of the head. Well, they had him tied up on the ropes. That's an illegal maneuver. That's what we've got to watch. Owen Anderson is one of the dirtiest players in the game, and I want to make sure we've got a good referee because too many times those guys have double teamed us and cheated, and the Blondes are fair competitors. We just want our fair shake, and we want the referee to watch Owen Anderson. Interfering from the outside. Bobby with a cover, got a two count on the swinging neck breaker. Rumble is holding on to Dick Slater. And now here's a double clothesline and Arn goes down again. And I tell you what, here's a cover one more time. One, two, almost again. Jesse, you said if these guys come away with the win, they may pull off an upset right here. Anderson looks tired to me. Don't think the Bulls have been doing their cardio work because of the class of champions. We're going to put it in another gear. He was a legal man. Something had to happen. That couldn't have been that easy. You've got four guys in the ring at once. How can the referee make a count with four guys in the ring? Very good point, Jesse, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Arn Anderson and Paul Roma get the win. Gentlemen, only thing I can say, you better be ready. Arn, come on. You're like 33 years old here. What's happening? What do you mean? He's busting your balls, Jesse Ventura, about how old you are. We have guys wrestling that are like 49 and 50 and, and older now, days. And you're 33, yeah. and they're like telling you how you're ready for their retirement. Now. He had the audacity to make that comment while wearing that shirt, too. Right, right, exactly. I mean, this is a month before I think you turned 34, right? You're born 58, 1993. Am I right on my math? I think I'm not so. even attempting to add it up. <laughs> He's like, screw it. But um, my point is, you're not even 34 years old yet, maybe about to be 34, and he's cutting these jokes about the old man. Give me a break. Give yeah, me a break. Well, you know, being prematurely bald will open a lot of cheap shot artist doors to have fun with it. Yeah, well. I, I never figured I needed hair for anything. So Listen, Ventura was follically challenged, too, so he shouldn't be running his mouth. He's yeah, just... he's no Furlan Husky. Yeah, that's that's right. for damn sure. <laughs> but, hey, you know, one of the things I noticed, we talked about chemistry last week, a little bit out of sync again with Roma, and uh, but you've admitted it. Hey, listen, that's just it is what it was. And uh, But in this one, the ending that doesn't seem to have that tight finish that we've seen executed in the past. But, again, you get to work with two of your favorites, uh, how important was it for Roma, in your opinion, to be able to work with guys like Slater and Beautiful Bobby? Well, number one, you know, just the emotional part of it for me. I mean, Dick Slater was my idol, my hero. He's the one that caused me to want to be a wrestler. You know, and I've said that on many occasions, that Bobby Eaton was, at that particular time, probably the best friend I had on earth. You know, and uh, getting to be in the ring and share share the ring with those guys was a privilege and an honor for me. And it's forget about the the match itself, just what it represented was. That's was a, a special one for you to go back and fair. see. Yes, it really is. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and you never know what we're going to see as we go through your timeline here. But I think uh, as you, I saw you watching this, I thought I, th I did think to myself, this is one Arm probably wasn't anticipating this week to see that well, matchup. It was a pleasant surprise. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. We want to pause this episode of the Arn Show right now to talk about one of Arn and I's favorite things to do besides watching wrestling and football. We love sitting around the table with family and enjoying a good meal. And we want to let you in on a little secret. We found the key to dinnertime success. And for us, it's all about variety. Well, HelloFresh has got it figured out. 
They keep your taste buds on their toes with 40 chef-crafted recipes to select from every week. From family-friendly to fit and wholesome, that's right, they got the cheat meals and the splurges all covered. You're guaranteed to always find new and exciting recipes to try and love. And this fall, we all know you got places to be, and standing in the checkout line is not one of them. So leave the meal planning and grocery shopping to HelloFresh. With pre-portioned ingredients and easy step-by-step -step recipes delivered to your door, you'll save so much time and cut out the hassle. I don't know about you, but it seems like my family is hungry all the time. Guess what? HelloFresh has that covered too. You can add snacks, sides, and more to your weekly HelloFresh order. Just simply shop HelloFresh Market and take your pick from a curated selection of over 100 add-on items. Man, that is a home run. I tell you what, between the kids, practices, school schedules, the shoot job, sitting down to record podcasts, time is of the essence in our household. And HelloFresh has saved the day. Between ease of use and variety, Arn and I both give our stamp of approval on HelloFresh. And you will too. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash 50ARN. And use code 50ARN for 50% off plus free shipping. That's 50ARN. And join the revolution. It's America's number one meal kit. So don't wait around. Take advantage of this exclusive offer to the ARN Show listeners. And go to HelloFresh.com slash 50ARN. And use code 50ARN for 50% off plus free shipping. And let them know the enforcer sent you. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Well, hey, listen, we'll keep moving with the storyline here because up next, it's Clash of the Champions. And uh, this one takes place at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. And like Batch, uh, Beach Blast uh, the month before, uh, 8,900 fans attend this one. But only 2,400 of these are actually paid. Uh, in a pre-taped segment, fans learned that Flying Brian has a, a lower leg injury and would not be wrestling that night. And the Blondes tried to get out of the match due to the injury, but were ordered to defend the titles with, here we go, another friend, Steven Regal, substituting for Brian Pillman. And uh, before we get to that match, let's talk about a couple things that took place uh, this night here, Arn. First, Vader defends his world title against Davey Boy Smith. Vader wins the match at 11 minutes when Harley Race trips Davey Boy and allows Vader to fall on top of him for the win. Uh, but listen, that's not the most important thing that happened here because it's the aftermath. Cactus Jack, who the last time we saw, he's being carted off following a Vader powerbomb on the concrete. Yes, that's right. He was powerbombed on the concrete April 12th, 1993. It was an episode of Saturday Night, and uh, he would make his much-anticipated return the following months of, of uh, those hokey Lost in Cleveland skits where he suffered from amnesia. Oh, I remember this. And then uh, he, the return's going to set up the end of the program between the two of them at Halloween Havoc, which we're going to get to here at the end of October. Uh, but next, let's talk about your tag team encounter, pitting you and Paul Roma against 
Regal and Austin. This is a much shorter match than the last one, and it goes only 9 minutes and 51 seconds, and we do have the back half of this match, along with a post-match interview that was conducted by Eric Bischoff. So here we go, third clip of the week. We're going to watch uh, how Paul Roma becomes the fifth man to share tag team gold with you. And uh, so this is a lot of fun. You, who we consider to be the greatest tag team wrestler of all time. Let's check it out. You know, it just don't ring right saying the champions and not seeing Flying Brian in the corner of Stunning Steve. Good-looking suplex there, Tony. Well, Flying Brian is there. You see him down on the apron. He's taking some uh, some shots now with that uh, camera of his. Oh, and he gets involved as we knew he would. Pulling on the throat. But... As with the earlier disqualification that Arn Anderson pulled, the referee didn't see it. You're right again. I don't know what Anderson's griping about after what he got away with earlier in the bout. Into the midsection. Double team perfection here from the uh, blondes. Lord Steven Regal. Over the top. Right down to the midsection goes Regal, and Regal now. Whoa, and a beautiful, made famous by Edouard Carpentier, that move right there, Tony Schiavone. A somersault, and now back into the neutral quarter. If you happen to join us late, Lion Bryan has an injury. He said at the top of the program in an interview that the Blondes would not be able to compete. Here's a cover, a two count. But WCW came back to the blondes and said, oh, yeah, you do. you got to defend the tag team belts tonight. Therefore, the Hollywood Blondes chose Lord Steven Regal to replace Flying Brian, who is at ringside on crutches with that ankle injury and who has certainly been involved in this match. And a reversal by Roma. And he jams Stunning Steve's head into the buckle. Blocks the punch. Another right hand. And if there's one thing Roma can do, and that's throw the closed fist. Into the midsection. One, two. No, sir. He got out of it in two. Hypothetically, let's look at a situation here, Tony. All right. Let's say Stunning Steve and Lord Steven win tonight. You're the man that knows all this. How quick then will a four horseman rematch be signed? A couple weeks? Into the midsection. I can't answer that. I don't know. I'm not the matchmaker at WCW, and you know that. And how many of it will it be then? A dozen? Into the midsection. Or a baker's dozen. Single leg pickup. Regal driving the knee right to the solar plexus again. This time with Roma down in a prone position, and now this is where Roma does not want to be. Because, you know, just even though they've never been together before, Regal and Austin are working really, really well as a team. Well, they're seasoned veterans in the ring. Arn Anderson's chasing Sir William around. He ain't happy with the antics outside the ring. But look at this. He cost his partner. Inside cradle move. Referee out of position because of the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Could not get the three count. In that case, Arn Anderson let the guys outside the ring get to him. But boy, did he just get the stunning Steve with a big left hand. Steve back up. I mean, the fans here are going wild, and we are in the first match 
one of three title matches tonight here on TBS. That's a version of the Stunning Steve stun gun. Turn it around on him. And Stunning Steve in trouble. Wait a minute, there was no tag there. And the referee letting Lord Steven know that. That's certainly- There's a tag, but I don't think the ref saw it. All right, good call. Good call. And a switch is made. There was no tag there either. Well, he's going to make He's coming in. He's telling Lord Steven he's got to get out of there. European uppercut. Roma. One. Well, the match will continue with these two men in there. What a move by Paul Roma. Lord Steven had a foot. Roma went up and drop kicked him. The race is on. Who can get to the corner? There's a tag. Stunning Steven. There's a tag to Arn Anderson. Double A, the enforcer. The freshman. Here we go. Anderson's cleaning house lefts and rights on both Stunning Steve and Lord Steven. He's got a DDT. Oh, he got caught, though. Good, smart move by Lord Steven Regal. He had the DDT. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sir Williams got the crutch. Champions! Ladies and gentlemen, the winners and new world tag team champions, the horsemen, the team of pretty Paul Roma, and the enforcer, Arn Anderson! And welcome back to the Clash of the Champions here on TBS. I am here with the new World Tag Team Champions, Arn Anderson, Paul Roma. And gentlemen, it could have been a disaster. It's like preparing for the Super Bowl and finding out at the last minute the opposing team changes quarterbacks. But Arn Anderson, you guys pulled it off in a big, big way. Well, you know, let me tell you something. That's what the horsemen are all about. Willing and ready to adapt at any given time or moment. You know, there were a lot of people that said in the beginning that Paul Roma doesn't have what it takes to be a horseman. But this man right here, he believed in me. And that's all it took. And tonight, this is what it means to be a horseman. And I'm proud to call myself one. Eric, they say adversity introduces a man to himself. Well, they tried to pull the grand swerve on us tonight. Being a horseman means you think on your feet and you adapt. You think singularly and you work collectively towards one goal. This has been our goal we know how hard it was to win these belts and how hard it's going to be to keep them. But for tonight, call us what you want, but you got to call us champ. Yeah. Congratulations. Let's get back down to the ring. You do it, Arn. The schoolboy roll-up and you pin uh, Steve Austin to win the tag team titles, my friend. Schoolboy. Imagine that. And they bought it. Yeah, the f- crowd was hot for that win. They absolutely bought it. Everything doesn't have to be a kill shot. So good. And listen, you were on the receiving end of the hot tag in this match, and you came in and were clearing, cleaning Still wasn't, wasn't real exciting. Yeah, I, just, I don't drop kick. I don't. 
leg lariat. I don't cross body off the top. But you did the it. big back body drop, and you got some other big spots in there. It was still fun. Don't tell yourself. Let's call a spade a spade. I was a rotten baby face. <laughs> well, hey, for listen, you're also an, a tag team champion here, and that's all that matters. I do want to ask you, though, something, okay, because we don't see this very often, really hardly at all. Pillman's injured. Oh, yeah, we're going to throw in, you know, no disrespect here to Regal, but we're going to throw in a new tag team partner, and you're still defending the titles. What's your thoughts on, on that? hate it. I mean, you can't, and you're going to, well, your partner's, your partner's hurt, but you just pick a guy to be your partner and you're going to defend the titles. That whole thing seems hokey, doesn't it? It, it absolutely, and I and I and I don't know if it was the injury. I don't know if you remember. Was it the injury that was the decision for you two to go over? Well, but and I think I think it would have really left a sour taste in their mouth if those guys would have had a substitute and a manager on the floor and went over too. Maybe it was the best of. You know what I mean? Yeah, of, a bad, yeah. of a bad situation is all I can figure. Because the crowd popped for it. They were ready for you guys to see the title. Now, listen, this is one of your shortest, uh, you know, as far as the reigns, t- tag team title reigns that you would have. Um, so I guess it's kind of considered what we call transitional champions. But they did decide to take the, the, the belts off of the blondes here. And I don't know if it was due to injury or what the case may be. But the crowd loved it. And, again, your tag team champions now with another partner yet in Paul Roma. Arn, this is why we call you the 1A of tag team wrestling, my friend. Well, I tried to, like I said, I tried to understand my position. Glad to have it. Glad to be in the ring with such quality talent like that. And just, Paul, I I never played the politics game and, and all that stuff. I just, man, I was so thrilled and honored and, privileged to be in the wrestling business that the last thing in the world I worried was worried about was winners and losers I was just more concerned with man doing the best job I could and in the business and being the biggest asset to the company and to the talent mm. And, Arn, I wish there were more people, more wrestlers that had that same mentality nowadays. There are. There are a lot of wrestlers that do. But I'm just saying companies can use guys and gals with that attitude. There's just no question. It should be the only attitude because without the success of the company, nobody's got a job. Boom. Arn, you and Brock are everywhere. On the road, wrestling conventions, autograph shows, making appearances. You have the comic book. You need energy. You need AG1. Just one scoop and it gives you 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals. I'm talking improving your gut health, sleeping better, improve focus. What's not to like? This is a slam dunk. And better yet, you're going to sleep better and recover better. It costs less than $3 a day. It's completely worth the investment in you. And it's received 7,000 plus five-star reviews. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. It's so simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements. And to make it easy, AG1 is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit drinkag1.com forward slash arn. 
Again, that's drinkag1.com forward slash yarn to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Well, listen, we're going to uh, wrap up this week's episode and talk about the Build the War Games as part of Fall Brawl 93. Sting and Davy Boy had been feuding with Sid and Vader for most of the summer, and as you know, the best way to blow off a major issue is with War Games, the match beyond. And Sid and Vader have chosen Harlem Heat as their partners, and we're going to stop right there, and we're going to talk about Harlem Heat. So what were your initial impressions, Arn, of Stevie Ray and Booker T.? I love those guys. Now I really loved them when they had Sherry with them. Mm. But those, but Booker, you know, that's him and his brother. Stevie Ray was a really. I mean, I went in the gym one day and saw Stevie Ray doing like. I want to say it was like five twenty-five on the decline bench. Decline. I mean, this guy was a legitimate horse, and Booker was a stud as well. Just a more of a active wrestling, baby face, entertaining. Stevie was the the monster. Yeah, they heavy. A, they, they made a great team. Yeah, and, and man, they had so much success. Booker T, what he's accomplished, and still, still in the business doing his thing in terms of, you know, he's he's with NXT now, and he's on the commentary team, and and got so many things going on. It's just uh, I had a lot of fun as a fan watching Harlem Heat and and what they accomplished in the ring. Me too. I love those guys, and they had the best ring music to this day. Hell yeah, of, of all time. All right, Arn's I a big fan it. of it. I love it. Loved all right. it. All right. Well, listen, on the other side of this war game, you have Davy Boy Smith, Sting, and Dustin Rhodes. And they're going to reveal their mystery partner on good old the uh, the Flair for the Gold segment. And uh, the partner was none other than the Shockmaster Arn. And in typical Arn Show fashion, we have the debut right here. Our final clip of the week. You and I are going to watch the debut of the Shockmaster Arn. You ready for this? Yeah, I guess. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Everybody's cooking. The flush tonight is cooking. Flush for the girls cooking. Sting's cooking. The British Bulldog tonight. WCW World Heavyweight Championship match. The British Bulldog is cooking. Yeah. Promised. Hey, 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 no, 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 if you was as smart as you act like you are, you wouldn't have waited this close to war games to tell everybody who your partner is. Well, do you want me to tell you what I'm talking? No, you shut shut up. Up. I'm talking. What the hell are you doing? What the hell are you Who else you could find the rest? Come on, baby. No. Hey, oh, gentlemen. This is Tell the people who the secret partner is going to be. All I have to say is, all I have 
to say is our partner is going to shock the world because he is none other than the Shock Master! Right. The Shock Master! <laughs> I told you. Oh, God. I don't care who you are, boy. I don't give a damn who you are. You're gonna have us. You're gonna have Van Vader, and we're gonna be breathing through your neck. So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Get ready. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. I'm ready. Along with Davy Boy, Sting, and Dusty Rhodes, we'll see you at the Fall Brawl at the War Games. Until then. <laughs> Okay, all right, hold on. Before we go any further, I, I got so much here. Our buddy on Ad Free Show's top guy, Josh Fields, commented on the Patreon post. What's the over-under on Arn's grimaces and head shakes when he watches the debut of the Shockmaster? <laughs> See, at Double A, do your fans know you or do they know you? I mean, this is hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, you, tell me that that show... Had to be live, live, not live to tape. Uh, I'm, it had to be because it's everywhere. This is what we watched. Uh, because why would they have went back on a tape show and let you see that? You can almost hear, and you almost heard it in this audio, say, Davey Boy say he just fell on his fucking ass. You do hear it. Yeah, did you hear that? Okay, I wanted yeah. to know if you heard oh, him yeah. say it. Yeah, he busted his fucking ass. <laughs> You don't overcome something like that, and there, unless it was just a live, live show with no seven-second delay or anything, how could that ever have made air? You don't recover from some little, something like that. Oh, so, uh, Do people, you? No. It's so bad. You got all those monsters standing out there, and the guy trips and busts his ass. I mean, like God, Humpty I, Dumpty, all the, all the king's horses, horrible. all the king's men. I felt horrible for the guy because I know how unforgiving some of our fans are. Jesus. Well, but even before we get to that, the segment is already asked because you have Sting and Bulldog and and uh, Sid all talking over each other. You can't even understand what's going on. Bulldog's backs to the camera. You couldn't even see Sting trying to announce the Shockmaster because he's Bulldog's. But if you go back and watch that entire thing. The execution of Flair, he just backs out of the whole stage. He's like, I'm gone. Whatever the you know hell this is. Um, just just bad all over the place. By the way, Shockmaster played by Fred Ottman. He's brother-in-law to the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. And uh, yes, this was the Dream's idea. Ottman had most recently come off of WWF. We knew him as Earthquake. He, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, Typhoon, him and Earthquake, which was portrayed by John Tenta, the Natural Disasters. They had won tag titles with Jimmy Hart. And, uh, but, and now let's talk about this. 
you have the Black Scorpion. He returns. I'm just kidding. It's Ole Anderson, who who played the voice of the Black Scorpion, is now playing the voice of Shockmaster. Yeah, and you can't threaten somebody after you just fell through a wall. Yeah, and we're all we're all really. And scared. your helmet rolls off. You can't get up and be <laughs> a, someone that's going to instill fear into you. You've that that horse has left the barn, Daddy. You almost heard Ole, I think, chuckle as he went went into his lines at the beginning. Like if you guys go back and listen, see if you pick up on a Ole chuckle before he goes into his, you know, black scorpion slash shockmaster lines. Well, and and here's the thing, Paul. When we go back and we watch this stuff, it's fun. You know, it's the thing about it is, you see that. The company made a lot of mistakes. There was a lot of production errors by not rehearsing stuff properly in enough time. Made a lot of mistakes that hopefully it got a lot better as the company grew. Arn, if you had tumbled out of a entrance like that, what would have you done after? Were you just walked right off and say, "F this, I'm done. I'm not." I'd have got up and looked back in the hole for the guy that tripped me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, where'd he go? See that guy trip me? Right, right. Play it off. I'd have, I'd have wiggled my way out of it somehow. Right. Yeah. I mean, just something. You have to do something. I would have just jumped back in the fucking hole and called it quits. I don't know, man. That well, is. And that would that would everyone would have understood as well. <laughs> oh man. Well, listen, That's as you, that's just well, terrible. And he's a, and Prince, a great guy too, man. We're, for him to for him to absorb that. Can you imagine the ribbon he took? Yeah. I mean, thank God that he just had a, a temperament that he could just, because he was a big bastard, that but, he didn't get mad and kill somebody. Buddy, and you have to continue to, because if he does meet and greets, fans are going to talk to him about it. Oh, yes. It had to be a sore subject for it, a long time. It's never going away for that guy. And uh, as you can imagine, we have a number of questions about the Shockmaster. Gavin writes, uh, were you familiar with Uncle Fred's work for Dusty as Big Steel Man? That character seems so natural for him and would have been a better fit. And a mini rant, there, has there ever been less thought put into a gimmick? A Stormtrooper helmer, helmet covered in glitter uh, that the man obviously couldn't see out of? How would he have ever gotten in the ring and worked with it? Was Ole going to cut his promos forever? Was anyone drug tested for pitching this whole idea? Gavin, I love you. So let's start with his first question. Were you familiar at all with Big Steel Man? No. I wasn't either. No, that's a good question, though. And then also, how could have you really developed this guy with a freaking helmet on his head with the holy voice? It was a bad choice from day one. from the beginning. Yeah, Yeah. guys. What's the guy's name that had the question? Gavin. Gavin, you're you're right on on all this. You can't fix this stuff. It was... It wasn't rehearsed. We didn't anybody have anybody there that was looking at the good of the talent or the company and go, guys, we got to find something else. This I'm just telling you before we ever rehearse this, it ain't gonna fly. Or in the professor Drew Landry, and I'm gonna embellish some of these questions because it's just too entertaining. He says, "Did you know the plans for the Shockmaster? And do you ever sit around and think what could have been?" Come on, Drew. Really? The silver helmet with the glitter all over it? And what was what was the get-up he had on, like the black vest? He had like some kind of sleeveless furry robe on. 
Um, yeah, I mean, not a, there was not a lot of thought into his outfit. Looked like he, yeah, it was like a Star Wars helmet, like dipped in glitter bomb. I, I don't know what was happening there. Brad it was Stanton, a disaster. It, we're going to keep having fun. Brad Stanton asked, who was more at fault for the Shockmaster, the man or the company? I just think it could have been worked around. I don't know how. You gotta. You have to blame everybody. Everybody. Everybody's you know. gotten skin in the game. Now, if they were going to make me the shock master, you know what I would have done. <laughs> Just me. knowing me now, I would have tried to make it work. Right. Well, do you put that helmet on? I didn't on know. Arm? I didn't know that you could say no. What would I have done? Said no. I don't know, but you say so you would have put the helmet on. I guess I would have put it on. Tried. Wow, that's something to think about. I mean, I've done some really rotten shit in my But career. you've never been the shock forcer or, you know, anything close to no, that. No, no, but I've had some rotten matches with some people that I knew it was going to be rotten right. way before it ever happened. So I've contributed to less than stellar moments on that show, I'm sure. And I think you've said before you would have said no to Red Rooster, though, wouldn't you have, if that gimmick would have been... Yeah, I would have. I would have figured out. I can't cluck and overcome that. You can't. Right. You can't go back to being an enforcer after you've clucked around the ring. That's. That's where you draw much. the line. That's yeah, right. You got it. You got it. At some point. Nick Lenz wants to know if you can confirm the story that David Crockett was responsible for the trip because he put the board where the entrance was supposed to be. I cannot confirm that. That's way over my head. He stretch. wasn't in the prop department. But, yeah, that is a story. Nick's right. That has gone around the business. Wow. Well, I mean, it's whoever's fault it was, it was too late to fix it. Alex, uh, Alex uh, Paris Redondo wants to know how hard it was to keep a straight face when the Shockmaster fell through the wall. I came out of my chair back in the locker room. We're watching on the monitor, and and I didn't bust out laughing. I just went, "Oh God!" Because I knew. Ah, oh, terrible. He's a baby face, and he's coming through the wall to be partners with Davy and Sting, your face of the company, and he falls on his ass. He's a baby face, and my God, he fell down like a toddler. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you're talking about. I mean, these are. T- <laughs> The whole thing, who he was partnering with, the seriousness of it being a War Games match, first time ever on television, a brand new character, all those things just went right in the shitter. All right, well, listen, we're going to wrap this up. Two more questions. Our pal Bryant Haramza wrote the following. At the end of August, WCW had a date at the Alamo Dome. Unfortunately, the show was canceled due to only selling 400 tickets. In Arn's opinion, was there any way at this time that WCW could have sold out the Alamo Dome? Also, at this time, uh, they were running dome shows. Something also at this time were running dome shows. Something the wrestlers were even thinking about. What do you think about that? Alamo I can't Dome. I, I can't believe we did that. The rent on that had to be something huge. Right. I I mean, the fact that you were even thinking about this when we've talked about how many were paid, 8,000 here, 2,000 paid. Why in the world would they be even thinking about the Alamo Dome? I have no idea. I mean, wow. 
he has that history of WCW book. So if anybody knows what's going on, Brian, it's Brian Haremza. So uh, it, it just it just baffles my mind what the thought was, especially you're doing a lot of TV tapings now down at MGM. Um, yeah, crazy, Brian. Just a lot, another well, head scratcher. Well, that would have been a bunch of plane tickets out to San Antonio, a bunch of rental cars, a bunch of rooms, companies paying for. That had to be a huge financial disaster. Yeah, they ended up, uh, as he said, they ended up canceling it. Once they saw, they only sold 400 tickets. So there you go. Scott Golden wants to know if there was talk of Ole wrestling in 1993 for the Horsemen at any point. I doubt it. He was past that. He was way past that at this point. I think he just was coming out to put a Band-Aid on stuff. You know, when I came back, you got to rem- you have to understand the seriousness, Paul, of what we had when we walked out. Fourteen months later, you're expecting me and Tully to walk back in and make Rick whole on this deal, and Ole was going to be there for just a second, so that you had you had that moment of clarity that okay, well, the, these guys have got back some of the original guys. When you took Tully out of that mix, it would have been like taking me out of that mix. No. It just don't work. Don't work. You, you have your three-person base, Rick, me, Tully. And if you take those one piece of that out, it's not the same package. Well, Arn, this episode's been a lot of fun. Uh, even if some of it was at the expense of the Shockmaster, that was a blast. But you won the tag titles uh, with your fourth partner, Paul Roma. We see the return of Cactus Jack following a four-month absence as he's returned to attack Vader. Rick Rude moved into the role of challenging Flair for the world title. And we saw the debut of the Shockmaster as the mystery partner for the upcoming War Games. And before we get out of here, we want to remind our listeners a couple things. First of all, all you can go and check out all things Enforce by going to arnlinks.com. This is where you're going to find the links to our social media page. I can't tell you enough. Please uh, subscribe to our YouTube page. That's where it's at. You can. There's nothing, as Josh Field says, like watching Arn's reactions as we watch some of this stuff. And you can do that. Like, comment, subscribe. Helps us with the algorithm over there uh, on YouTube, and we would appreciate that. Also, at ArnLinks.com, you can find our uh, merch store. The the T-shirts that Arn and I are both sporting today. Uh, also, sweatshirts. It's sweat sweatshirt season, man. And the the four horsemen jackets. By the way, the, they have a, a four horsemen sweatshirt with this exact same logo on it. I'm gonna pick me up one uh, because I like. To, I'm gonna want to be wearing some sweatshirts while we record. So I'm grabbing myself one of those for uh, for the fall season. But you can also grab those jackets, get those hats. They're great Christmas gifts. Make sure they're ready made so that they're gift wrapped under the tree for the four horsemen and Arn Anderson lover in your life. And uh, a lot of good stuff over there, Arn. Yes, sir. It is. I'm very proud of all that. And it's, uh, like I said, it's a conversation piece. You don't see that many walking around. You got to be a wrestling fan to know what a horseman jacket matters and what it means. Arn, uh, last thing before we get out of here is to remind you that if your business targets 25 to 54-year-old men, again, you can advertise with us right here on the show. Advertise with Arn.com. It's as simple as that. You're going to find out more about how you can advertise right here on the Arn Show and get in front of thousands and thousands of listeners. Uh, we appreciate our audience so much, and uh, this is a great place for you to get in, f- in front of that demographic. So, again, it's advertise with Arn.com right now. 
now and find out all the details how you can be a part of this show advertising with Arn and I right here. Arn, next week we're going to talk about September 1993. We will spend time discussing the build the fall brawl. That's right. And we're also going to focus on Flair versus Rude, you and Roma defending your tag titles against the Nasty Boys. Oh, that's going to be fun. And the War Games match. Arn, thank you so much for doing it with me this week. I love you, buddy. Great job. I hope the fans are enjoying it as much as we are. God bless. And God bless you, man. I'm enjoying it as well. On behalf of the Hall of Famer, Arn Anderson, the founder, the author, this is Paul Bromwell. And we'll see you right back here next week on another episode of Arn. Hey guys, Eric Bischoff here to talk to you about my friends over at SaveWithConrad.com. Are you looking to get out of debt? Conrad and his team can make that happen faster than me firing the hockey talk man. Wow. And you know that controversy creates cash, right? Do you know what doesn't create cash? Credit card debt. Save with Conrad can help you consolidate high interest credit cards and all of your other debt into one low monthly payment. They can even help you get the cash you need for home improvements or anything else. They've helped 83 weeks listeners save 500, 600, 700, even $800 a month. Seriously, your papers are going to go down faster than nitro ratings in 2000. Ouch! And how about this? No house payments for two months. That's right, no house payments for two months. And unlike the dirt sheets, man, the reviews do not lie. With over 1,000 five-star reviews, find out for yourself how much Conrad and his team can save you by checking out SaveWithConrad.com today. You'd be grateful you did. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.